Get the candy bowl ready. Dr. Fauci says Halloween is a go this year. Thanks, Dr. Fauci. Hello, this is Karen. And this is Kevin. And, and this, this is, is Right From, from Us. Us. Yeah, um, well, hey, at least we have one ho- at least we have one holiday. Hopefully Christmas and Thanksgiving are not canceled this year. Do you remember Thanksgiving last year? That was a that was a bummer. Oh, wasn't it, it was so depressing. But I actually got exposed yeah, to COVID. I mean, that was really the reason that that really was we the biggest reason because the nurse I work with, uh, she and her whole family actually got COVID, and I was like, well, dang it, I work closely with her, so I thought, oh, if I you know inadvertently take it to your parents, that would be bad news bears. So yeah, but hopefully this year. I mean, if Dr. Fauci deems it so, perhaps we can go ahead and celebrate Thanksgiving and Christmas. I mean, he's given Halloween a go, so I'm encouraged. You know, I don't, I really don't care what Dr. Fauci says this year. We're doing it no matter what. I think the majority of people feel the same. But actually, this Michigan school district cancels both Halloween and Valentine's Day to be inclusive. Um, Halloween and Valentine's Day have been canceled for elementary school students in a Michigan district over concerns about it being inclusive and equitable. The celebrations were dropped because of concerns over hurt feelings by kids and families who don't want them to participate. The district's elementary school principals said in a joint letter to parents, you know, that's so disingenuous to kids because disappointment is part of life and you just have to learn to deal with it. I mean, you can't go through life and never be disappointed. I just think that's a terrible lesson to teach kids. So all these previous years, we've been uninclusive. I guess. We've been, selling, we've been uh, celebrating Halloween, and we've been uninclusive, in other words. But have we, though? I mean, I don't even know. Did our kids have Halloween parties when they were in school? I don't remember them doing that. I, I think they did. Did they? Yeah, I think they did. Valentine's Day parties for sure, because yeah. I had to do the stupid yeah. um, shoe boxes, you know, to put in the Valentines. But, uh, you know, our oldest son was pretty excited about Halloween because he'd get candy. He likes candy. Our youngest son could care less. Do you remember that? Yeah. He hated dressing up and he hates sugar and candy, which is so yeah. bizarre. I can't believe he's my son. <laughs> yeah. But so he was never into it. Uh, were you into Halloween? <laughs> I know this story. That's why I asked him. Uh, yes, I was. I was very so much So tell into us, Halloween. Kevin, how into Halloween <clears throat> were you? You know, I would go <laughs> trick-or-treating, and then I would come home and change my costume and go back around the neighborhood. And then sometimes I would change my costume and go around the, the third time. Oh, I my liked goodness. it that much. I would get all the candy I could. Did people know <clears throat> that it was you? Some people would recognize me. What would they say? Just nothing and say, just give you candy? A lot of times they would just say, no, you've already been here. They would they would deny you yeah. the candy? Yeah, some people would. <gasps> but the thing about this is... <clears throat> Parents, I, that's I, not very nice. <clears throat> Excuse me. I, I sometimes... I, I mean, I went trick-or-treating like when I was a senior in high school. <laughs> uh, I feel like that's a little old. I, I don't know. Is I mean, it? Do, uh, no, do, I remember. Do any, I remember do any other cousin, kids in high school go... I know there are Halloween parties me, that me they dress up for, I guess. went... Trick or treating. I think I was at least at least a junior, probably a senior, and I think I was a junior actually in high school. Well, I guess I mean, what's the difference between that and having Halloween parties? I mean, adults I go to Halloween I parties. I, I liked it and dress up. I liked it when um, I was a kid, but I don't know. I've never really really been into Halloween personally. I don't like dressing up. I've never liked dressing up. I've dressed up a few times in my life. I the one time I remember really clearly was when I worked at the bank. Do you remember? Yeah. And I, we were, I was one of three girls that worked the lobby section. Kevin always worked the drive-through. And we were the three blind mice that year. I remember that. Which I thought was so do fun you, and clever. And I got the... to wear shorts to work because I had like like leggings or tights under my shorts. I remember that. Do you and have a picture of that? I think I do somewhere, but I don't know where it is. Do you remember the year I dressed up like an old man? Yes. And you got hit on a lot by there, old women. Actually, some old ladies <laughs> came through the bank and were kind of flirting with me. Well, you were a very <clears throat> distinguished looking old man. I mean, you know, kind of like now. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And then I remember just, I don't know, dressing up as just a hodgepodge of crap one time. And just, I, I wasn't really anything. I just like put stupid clothes on. And 
I just have not been into Halloween ever. Not even Halloween parties. I just don't. Yeah. I just, it's just not my jam, you know? I just don't. Like, when Halloween falls on a clinic day at work, I hate it so much. No offense to the nurse who's probably watching. <laughs> but I hate dressing up for Halloween. Well, heck, she knows that anyway. I've told her that. But I have to say that the few times we've done it, it has been really fun. Um, so, like, one time... Uh, this was before the nurse. It was a different nurse. But we dressed up as the cast of The Wizard of Oz. That was really cool. Um, our mid-level, our PA dressed as the, Wic- the Wicked Witch. I have a picture of her. She looked amazing. She made her own costume. And, uh, in fact, she made all of the props. We had the yellow brick road. We had uh, the the hot air balloon. We had the house falling on the Man, witch. You, you guys. I mean, she went above and beyond. It was you, amazing. You, you guys have got the coolest props up there. Well, it's all thanks <clears throat> to Heather because she is amazing you, when it comes that, to that, that stuff. Yes. That and, um, is amazing. And then the uh, my nurse was Dorothy and Kimberly, our medical secretary was Glinda, the good witch. Her, her costume was also amazing. Her daughter-in-law made it. And I was the scarecrow. And it was, it was, it was really fun. You know, I don't even remember that. Oh yeah, and I yeah I, I did my own I did my my own makeup like I have a makeup artist but <laughs> just on, <laughs> you did your on own retainer makeup. I know right. <laughs> um, but uh, and then the the other year that it fell on a clinic day was with the nurse that I'm with now and we dressed up as flappers like the 1920s. I remember that. And that was really fun. I have to say it was really fun. We all found matching flapper dresses on Amazon, but we all got different colors. And uh, our doctor was the gangster. And he was, it was really fun. I got some pictures of that too. That was really fun. So do you have plans this year for? No, thank God. Halloween's on a Sunday, but that means next year it's probably going to be on a Monday. Why don't you do it on the previous Friday? No, no, but we'd like to have themes going. And so this year, um, the whole clinic's going to dress up as minions. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. One of the minions, isn't one of the minions, Kevin? Uh, yeah, I think so. As a matter of fact, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I will not be participating because I just don't. You don't have to dress up. I don't like to dress up. It just—it's hard to be professional when you're dressed up like as a minion or a scarecrow or yeah. a flapper. But yeah. anyway. Yeah, like say if you're a clown, you're asking someone about their vital signs and things yes, like that. Yes, yes. <laughs> or you know, it's like a brain tumor and it's a serious yeah. conversation, and here you are yeah. dressed as a flapper from uh, the twenties. It's like Mrs. Smith, you've got a brain tumor. Yeah, and you're and, dressed up like and, a and, uh, clown. <laughs> your prognosis is not promising, and it's like oh, that's terrible. Yeah, it is terrible, and I think that's the biggest <clears> reason why I don't like dressing up as work because it just. It just seems so weird. Now, other than the bank, did you ever dress up at any other the company? Did you ever dress up at the other companies that you worked with? Did you ever dress up for no, uh, no, I, no. SH? No. No? No. I, for some reason, I was thinking you had a, like a Halloween no, party with them no, or something one time. No. No? Hmm. No. Okay. Not at all. It never was even discussed? I don't think we ever even talked about it. Huh, interesting. That was just another office that I worked in. If you guys want to comment, have you guys ever dressed up for work or dressed up as an adult for Halloween? And if so, what did you go as and it, did you have fun? It's always kind of, kind of embarrassing, though, like if you're it's, it's like driving to work. Yeah. And <laughs> but dressed up like a whatever. I mean, it would be less embarrassing if you were dressed up and it wasn't Halloween. That's true. <laughs> you know? so, That's true. Like some of the people, some of the things that people go out in public with nowadays, it's like, whoa. Okay, so Halloween's been cleared. When, uh, when do you think they're going to they're gonna come up with the Grinch variant so that they can try to destroy Thanksgiving and Christmas this year? I mean, they've got that. There's a variant up in, um, I think it's Minnesota, Minnesota that they're talking about. Are you do, serious? Do, there's do, another variant? Yeah. yeah. Look, look at number six. Is in, I'm just wondering if this is what they're going to try to use to try to destroy Thanksgiving and Christmas this year. Man, I hope not. Because last year was so depressing. People need some bright, some brightness and some happiness in their life. This is just all so depressing. Let's see. It says rising COVID-19 numbers returning to pre-vaccine levels in Minnesota. Hospitalizations reach a high for this year. While vaccines might be losing some effectiveness, some effectiveness at preventing any infections, studies show they pre- they remain protective against severe illness, hospitalization, and death, which, by the way, that's the spiel nowadays. You know, it's not, you won't get it. It's yeah. just that you won't get it as bad. Yeah, they're not saying it's going to keep you from getting it. Which, the- I mean, and it could be true. I don't know. Potentially. 
Um, Minnesota on Tuesday reported a COVID-19 test positivity rate of 8.3%. That is the highest in the vaccine era and a level of hospitalizations that hasn't been seen since the first shots against the coronavirus were administered in mid-December. So are they calling it? Are they calling? Do they have they labeled this variant? I'm calling it the Grinch variant because you just, you know, the timing of it. That's what they're going to use to try to destroy Thanksgiving and Christmas this year. Well, you know, there's going to be another variant in 2022 elections too. You know that, right? Yeah. You know that. You know that's coming. I'm calling it right now, guys. You yeah. can you can mark it down okay. on your calendars. Yeah. Check. What what is today? The October 16th. Yep. Karen's predicting. Yep. That about probably about this time next year, there's going to be a new variant that comes up that messes with the midterms. Um. The escalating COVID-19 wave fueled by a fast-spreading Delta variant of the coronavirus is a gut punch to public health leaders who hoped that vaccination progress would knock out the pandemic. More than 75% of eligible Minnesotians, uh, Mistonians, 12 and older, have received COVID-19 vaccines since the first dose were provided December 14th to 15th to a group of tribal leaders um, and nurses at Minneapolis VA Medical Center. Tribal leaders? What's that? Well, of some kind of country, I guess. Or is that like a, a county? Bemidji? I don't know what that means. Um, can you Indian? believe it's been, has it been, oh my gosh, it's coming up on a year since the first doses of the vaccine were administered. That's crazy. I think it's been one heck of a year, right? In your yeah. opinion, what was worse, 2021 or 2022? <clears throat> Well, 2022 hasn't happened yet. I mean, <laughs> I'm already I'm already a it's year ahead be, of myself. Yeah. 2020 or 2021, as far as the pandemic. 21, because of all the ridiculous mandates and things. 20 for me, 2020 know. wasn't really that much different. I mean, I just pretty much lived my life as normal. Well, I, I, you know, there there was the the six week uh, lockdown thing two weeks to slow the spread which two is coming up on two years by the six way six weeks of lockdown which was ridiculous but i pretty much i think in uh, some ways just live my life as normal i just i ha- had to deliver my you know clients paperwork so i just did it nothing really changed that much for me and as far as places that were closed i just found like restaurants and things that i could yeah you know that were open I think in some ways 2020 was worse just because really? we didn't know really what we were dealing with. And there was like the fear factor was off the charts. Well, and I feel like that the fear factor is less this year. Now it's just more annoying. Like it's like in distrust. I mean, we just well, have more distrust yeah. and, it, and it's just like out, outrageous what's happening in 2021. Yeah, yeah. It's like what? Like things we would just make fun of. That could never happen. Yeah, I know. Like, here we okay, are. Here we show your papers, you know. I mean, who would have thought that people would be so willing to stick out their arm for an experimental injectable that's not been fully vetted? And yet, here we are. It's, yeah. I, I still think that's one of the most things that surprises me about this whole process is that people have been so willing to go along yeah, with it. Now, now that uh, they're saying that you have to have the booster shot, do you think that... How many people do you think are going to be willing well, to get the booster shot? It depends on how they market it, because I've already heard they're going to market it. You're not fully vaccinated until you've had the booster. Right. I, I know. I don't think that's think? how they're going to get people to take the booster. It's how it's all how yeah, they market it. Don't you it. think a lot of people are going to say, uh, no, you tricked me before. I'm not doing that again. I would have said that six months ago. I yeah. don't know now. I, I'd say probably one third of the people will be like that. Um, one third of the people will just go along with it. And then the other two thirds is like, no. Uh, you tricked me before and well, because again, I don't think people, people did not take the vaccine primarily for the disease. They're taking it so they can get back to normal and they can do stuff. That's the reason why people are getting the jab. It's really has very little to do with the disease itself. I mean, that's a bonus. You know, if you get the jab and then you, you don't get the disease as bad as if you were unvaccinated. But the primary reason people are getting the jab is because they want to go back to normal. They don't want to be penalized. They, want, they, don't, they don't want to be segregated against, discriminated against. Uh, so they're just going along to get along. And okay. to me, that's the wrong motivation. Yeah, it really. Yeah, take take an unproven, untested injection just so you can go out to eat. And, no. and again, I'm not saying that the the, vi- the coronavirus is a hoax or fake or anything like that. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that the reaction to the COVID vax or the COVID virus 
way is way disproportionate to the actual disease itself. Yeah. And now that we've gone there, we can't come. We don't know how to come back. Yeah. So. Oh, well, speaking of Thanksgiving, uh, do you know the the TSA? The, the deadline for the TSA employees is October, not October, November 22nd to get the injection. And apparently about 25% of the TSA employees haven't been injected. See, in some so, ways, I kind of feel like that's on purpose. Because as, instead of just coming out and Dr. Fauci saying, no Thanksgiving for you this year, yeah. they're making it so it's going to be impossible to get where you want to go well, for Thanksgiving. I mean, so that. therefore, Thanksgiving is going to be canceled. There's that. And then there's also the thing with the, sh- the shipping container ships where they're saying that uh, everything will be fine once everybody gets vaccinated. Yeah, they're you know, they're blaming the unvaccinated for the the shipping, shipping delays. Oh, they're, they're not shortages, they're delays. delays. We've got the stuff. It's yeah, just, it's sitting, just sitting, out sitting out on the coast. The yeah, it's just it's out, out in the ocean somewhere and we can't get to it because we don't have the manpower. It's really a combination of things that, you know, it's the manpower at the docks it's the manpower at the warehouses and it's the manpower of the trucks to ship the stuff you know the, the truck drivers yeah so it's which really is a- just so asinine this whole thing they're just they shot themselves thoroughly in the foot with this whole thing about you know how there's so many jobs short i mean there's so many there's so many jobs available and no one to take them um you know and they all these these masks are these uh, vaccine mandates and you know, you, you don't have a job unless you get the jab. So people leave, and then the, the CEOs tell, guess what? We have a 98% of, of our people are vaccinated. Yeah, well, it's because yeah, the other yeah. half left Europe. But. Yeah, yeah, it's like the one of the uh, large healthcare uh, system in our town. The CEO was bragging about being 93% uh injected it's like well you guys fired everybody else yeah what so expect? what do you expect that's how numbers work you know yep. if you have a that's certain number work. that are already vaccinated and then you you fire a bunch of people then that's that increases your percentage that's how that works or you know you, you scare people and say you're not going to have a job so you know people people just cave in which, which is probably what happened on well, actually, we know that happened to yeah. a few people. Which, and I, you can't fault these people for making that decision. They've got they families. They've got, they've got to eat. They've yeah. got bills to pay. They have to have to have a roof over their head. People have to do what they have to do. It's just the government, unfortunately, got them right where it hurt. Got them in the pocketbook. And unfortunately, you know, you got people over the barrel. And what are you going to do? I mean, you gotta, you gotta live your life. You know, yeah. So it's just it's just yeah. sickening and gross how they're just so methodically evil. Yeah, when it, it comes really to is. this and stuff. Then, uh, did you see in, in Quebec and Canada, they are taking nurses' licenses away if I they haven't had the injection? Imagine that is insane. That is insane. Canada and Australia have just completely they, got off the deep end on this thing. They have gone they off really, the rails. They really, Australia really, really have. Is just you would not believe the things that are going on there. Did you see the the video of the, there's a lady um, at a protest being arrested and she's saying help. She's screaming help. The, you know, there's like a group of probably, I don't know, five or six police officers grouped around her, holding her down and she's yelling help. And then there's, there's like probably a dozen people standing around with their smartphones, taking yep. a picture just, of her. Just taking a video it's of like, it. Okay. What would you do in that situation if you were in the crowd i would i would hope that i would try to help but again they're police officers so you don't want to inadvertently get arrested yourself for interfering now here's another situation where it's another like kind of an ethical question there was an article that came out of this poor woman on this philadelphia train just minding her own business and she's getting raped on the train in front of people and people are doing nothing nothing what would you do in a case like that? I absolutely I, would try I, to intervene because I, that's like, that's. I would hope I would what say. What in the world? Yeah, I would hope I would say something like, come on, guys, let's help this lady. Yes, let's, you know, this is ridiculous. We can't let her suffer like that. I can't believe that happened to them. And there was, where was this at? Was this, this might've been in Canada, but I could be wrong. But there was a man and a woman having sex in broad daylight on the sidewalk. People were just walking by like it was no big deal. And people on Twitter, some people were commenting about how wrong that was. And they were like, mind your own business. What where, do you mean, mind was, my own business? That, was, that's okay with you? Where was this at? Oh, I can look it up because it, it was all over Twitter. Excuse me. That's okay. But, it's just sick. 
Well, it is sick. And it it's just indicative of where humans are nowadays. That's like everybody is in it for themselves. They, they could care less about their neighbors, you know, about being decent human beings. It's very disturbing how people have just kind of turned on each other. And I don't know if it's been building up to that and it will get worse as time goes on, or if it's just been like um, kind of catapulted by you this whole COVID vaccine versus unvaccine. You, you think it's gotten vaccinated. a lot worse, or do you think that now that everybody's got a smartphone and a you know video camera in their pocket that we're all we're finding out about these things? Well, more. I think it's a combination of a lot of things. I think people that have their smartphones they're trying to get that viral video. Okay, they're trying to get their they're trying to get it so they get a lot of attention for something that they've observed. They had very little interaction and they can always, you know, claim, well, you know, I wasn't part of it. I was just there. So I thought I would tape, I would video it, film it, and then put it online. And now it's viral. And look at me. Woo, I got my 15 minutes of fame. I also think that it's uh, um, the whole vaccine versus the unvaccinated people. I think that narrative has also done a lot to push people kind of like opposing magnets, you know, they just, we, we want to come together, but we just, we just keep because of the narrative and all the stuff well, that's going on wouldn't around it be us. better if everybody just sort of minded their own business and it would, it would be wonderful. Actually, it really would. However, you know, but you say that, but not in the case where this woman's getting raped yeah, on a train well, something like that. I mean, that's just like, but I think that's, I think people take the mind your own business a little too far. And the people having sex on, on, on the sidewalk in broad daylight with children walking around, it's like, what? Were people just walking by? People, people were just on? walking by. One person just people. sat there. The reason why we know about it is because one person had a smartphone and was standing there and, and that, filming it. That's pretty sick. It's, it's beyond sick. It's just, it's depraved. It's, it's disgusting. Yeah. It's just absolutely disgusting. Yeah, anyway, uh, speaking of deadlines, we've got the uh, also the Chicago police deadline for vac getting injected was yesterday. So there's speculation that um, the all the the U-Haul trucks are getting all sold out because there's going to be massive looting in in the town and like the magnificent miles going to get looted, all those fancy stores down there. So they were projecting that it was, um, I don't know if it'll actually be this, but they were projecting about 50%, losing 50% of their police force in Chicago. Can you imagine? Have you guys ever been to Chicago? It is a great place. It's really pretty and all the buildings and everything, but the crime is out of this world. Can you imagine losing 50% of already a struggling, thinning police force? Yeah. And then having all these people, I mean, there's already videos all over the internet of people going into stores and just blatantly gathering up crap and walking out without paying for it. Well, I mean, that, that, that also in San Francisco, Walgreens just closed, closed their stores because well, yeah. people are just looting the stores. Right. I mean, in broad daylight, right? You know, during business hours, they're just so see, bringing in a big again, bag of stuff and just... Loading it, loading it up. Once so again, these had to close their stores. They're shooting themselves in the foot. Yeah. By not holding these people accountable. Yeah. And as a result, they're losing shops and stores. So people have don't don't have any place to shop. And think of all the poor people that have trouble getting out and getting around and transportation issues. And now all of a sudden, the shops that they usually go to are closed now. So who does it hurt? Once again, it hurts the middle class and the lower class people, the lower income people. I shouldn't say lower class, lower income people. It's just, it's, it's, again, it's just depraved well, and disgusting. Well, I mean, there again, there's, there's lots of videos of people doing this, Pe you know, people going in there and, and just clearing out the shelves instead of videoing. I don't, I guess you don't want to get involved or get yourself I hurt. don't think I would get involved in that case. Cause I mean, it's, see, I don't know. I have, I have a lot of mixed feelings on this stuff because it's like each, I don't know. I did see a kid one time. I was in Walmart. And I saw a kid stealing a like a sharpie marker. He he was like opening it up and putting mm. his back. I said, "Hey, what are you doing?" And he he threw it down and took off. So yeah. I don't know. Well, he was a kid, just being yeah. a little kid. Yeah. Um, I mean, my the bigger question is, where is the parent? Yeah. But uh, or the guardian or whomever. The parent, the parent probably told him to do it. Well, potentially. That also reminds they, me. They needed a marker for their sign that they're going to hold up at the intersection. Homeless. Yeah. You know. Need, need money for food. Um, anyway, and there, and that reminds me of uh, us going shopping yesterday and coming across like an entire 
chicken, you know how those ready-made chickens at Walmart, you can just run in there and grab one and go home, already cooked and everything. Um, and it was virtually empty. Someone had, I guess, snacked on it as they were shopping uh, throughout the store. But you said something that was kind of surprising to me. I did. You did. What did I say this time? You said that doesn't really bother you because what well, if they were if like, hungry? if someone is that hungry, you know, that they have to go into Walmart and eat a chicken. I mean, I, I, I don't have that big a problem with that. I don't agree with that at all. I, yeah. t- I disagree with that. that. That does not give you any right to, I mean, let's look at the bigger picture. Why are you hungry? Is it because you don't have any money? Well, you know what? There are a lot of job openings right now. You can go out and get a job. I mean, there's really no excuse to steal. Yeah, I've actually seen um, places where it says start, start working today, get paid tomorrow. So, you know. I want all kinds of sign-on bonuses. And I mean, you know, Amazon says if you can show that you've been vaccinated, they'll give you a a $50 bonus just for signing on. I think it's 50. It could could be more. more. Well, they have $1,000 sign-on bonuses, but it didn't say anything about showing your your vaccine card, showing your papers. How how large of a bonus would it take for you to, to go for it? There is no dollar amount. Yeah, my health is way more important than something than than money. At at one point, I I think I was thinking that you know if they offer me a hundred thousand dollars, I might do it. I'd be tempted. I'm not going to lie. Do it after all the things I've heard and seen and read about the injection. And I'm not opposed to it eventually, but it depends. I mean, if this is um, if this is kind of like the cold and flu, where we continuously has different variants every single year and it's just never going away, then to me, it doesn't seem, it doesn't seem like it would be, it would behoove me to get a vaccination for something that's always going to be that, around. That's what they're, and you're always going to have to get, just like a flu vaccine, you have to get one every for. year. They're shooting for to make this See, the, no. a yearly thing. No, but if this was a disease that could be eradicated, like the smallpox, and was super serious, like smallpox was super serious, this would be a totally different conversation. Did you hear about the, the, the new uh, miracle over-the-counter drug uh, to fight COVID? No, I haven't heard about that. You haven't heard about that? Oh, are we supposed to talk about it? Because, you know, we can't talk about alternative treatments, even though nobody knows what the alternative treatments are. This is not going to be on YouTube, so I wouldn't worry about it. I know. I'm just, I'm being facetious. But anyway, there's a study that that shows that aspirin, this newfangled Hmm. thing that's out there called aspirin. Now, let's think about that for a moment. Let's digest that. That's horse medication, isn't it? (laughs) <laughs> no, you're thinking of ivermectin. That's the horse dewormer, um, which it's, you know, there are medications for animals, but there are also uh, ivermectin for humans, by the way. Um, look it up. It's a real thing. If you can, I it's mean, actually Google might even actually don't I've, look it up because Google has been looking at keywords and might try don't, to don't Google anything. Use DuckDuckGo. First of all, yeah, Google for sure. Google is suppressing that. However, the I did hear that DuckDuckGo is getting a little bit like Google. Are they really? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was just a rumor. But um, back to the aspirin, though. So let's let's break that down for a little bit. So what does aspirin do? When you take aspirin, what does it do to your body? How does it affect you? Well, one one thing it does is thin your blood down, so Correct. that you. Yeah. That's why. That's yeah. why because they because people have been getting blood clots from this vaccine. So aspirin will go in there and thin your blood and reduce the likelihood of getting a blood clot. Now let's disclaim. We are not doctors. <laughs> um, do not take aspirin until you've talked to your doctor because too much aspirin is bad and it can be very dangerous. Well, I don't know about talking to a doctor. I think a lot of doctors are compromised. Well, just research it. Just, just don't over, it. guys, don't go and take but a anyway, whole bottle of aspirin. This is a study okay? from, this is a, a new study from George Washington University. And uh, it re- reveals that it, only, it not only protects the lungs, but could also lower the risk of patients needing ventilation. Which again makes sense to me because aspirin thins your blood. But then again, think about it this too. I mean, when, when people are admitted to the hospital, one of the treatments given to them is remdesivir, which is a blood thinner, isn't it? Isn't that a blood thinner? No, no, that's like an antiviral. Oh, is that what that is? The protocol is remdesivir, remdesivir and blood thinner. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. And that's how it's really depends where you look, but it's not really very good for you. And that's probably a good 
reason why there's so many deaths yeah. coming out of the hospital. It's a broad spectrum antiviral medication. Yeah. So anyway, back back to back to aspirin. Um, last week or a couple of weeks ago, there was a there was information out there that says that they people shouldn't take aspirin anymore for to thin their blood down or for you know prevent strokes and heart attacks. So I was like, what? They've been saying that for years that you sh- you should take it. And all of a sudden they said you shouldn't take it. And then come to find out a few weeks later, they're saying this, that's, it's, uh, it can help you in, uh, the hospital with COVID symptoms. See, it's almost like when you read articles like this, it's almost like the, when they actively discourage you from taking medication that could potentially be very helpful and make you feel better and help you get over COVID faster. It's like they want people to die. I know that's disturbing to say that, but it, it just makes you wonder what is the yeah. what is your objective here? Thing, I know this whole thing with with Facebook and Instagram and YouTube censoring the information about ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. It just makes you wonder. Like the, okay, those are drugs that doctors and scientists are saying are helpful and have been around for decades and, and yeah. have been proven safe time and yeah. time again. It just it's so bizarre to me that they discourage the conversation on medications that could potentially save people. And if, 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 and when the truth comes out, because I'm convinced that it will at some point in time, maybe not until Biden gets out of office, but at some point in time, the truth about this whole COVID medication fiasco that we've been living this last two years, is going to come out. I think a lot of people are going to be upset because they're going to feel duped and and on a much larger, darker scale, I feel like people are going to be wondering, I mean, did you kill thousands of people unnecessarily? You, because you, you, think- you did not prescribe medications that were that could potentially help them. Do you, do you think it, that's ever going to come out? Yes, I do. Eventually, I think it will. It's too big. This has this disease has impacted every single human on planet Earth. It's too big not to come out at some point. Uh, and I, I just, I just, I really am convinced. It may not happen for a while, and it probably won't happen until the until Biden's out of office. But I think eventually it will. And I think when it does, it's going to be a massive. Just, just massive drama, uh, catastrophe. I don't know. Call it what you will, but I don't know. And, and, the, and the fact that we don't focus on people that recover, I mean, that to me, that's just—it's just sad. Like the numbers are super down right. Do you know that? Does anybody ever talk about it? That is good news. I haven't, I haven't been paying attention to the news. Have, has it? Have they been talking about? You know, actually, in our town, there. The numbers are lower than they've been in probably three or four months and the as only, far as hospitalizations. The only reason we know that is because the hospital I work for uh, publishes a daily count, if you will, of people that are in the hospital because of COVID, and they're, it's way down. And again, that is such good news. And But do you, you don't hear about that. You don't hear about that part. You only hear about the deaths and the number of cases rising and all that stuff. Well, how many people of those cases have recovered. Why don't we focus on that? That is good news. And why did they recover? What are they doing that we can, you know, that we can help other people that are a little more vulnerable to the situation? It's just, I don't know. It's disgusting. This whole thing is just disgust me. Um, speaking of natural immunity, John Hopkins, because, um, a lot of people that recover from this do now have natural immunity. But again, we don't discuss that. Why? Why are we not discussing this? I think that's the bigger question. Well, because Dr. Fauci says it's not as good well, as Well, because the it doesn't make you any money. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> that's the real reason. But John Hopkins, medical professor, explains natural COVID immunity is very strong. Um. Approximately 20 studies have now emerged regarding natural immunity to COVID. All of them point to the fact that natural immunity acquired through a COVID infection can be quite robust because it's our body that God designed and it's pretty amazing. 
Emphasizing this may seem like a broken record to many independent media journalists, but it's important to continue to do so given the fact that science continues to go ignored by, by governments around the world. It doesn't make sense why natural immunity is not included in health policy decisions. Bingo. This point has been emphasized by many experts in the field, including Marty Macri, a professor at the John Hopkins School of Medicine and Bloomberg School of Public Health, editor-in-chief at MedPage Today. Last month, he published an article in the Washington Post explaining the following. More than 15 studies have demonstrated the power of immunity acquired by previously having the, vac- the virus. A 700,000 700, person study from Israel two weeks ago found that those who had experienced prior infections were 20, 27 times less likely to get a second symptomatic COVID infection than those who were vaccinated. Did you hear that? You're 27 times yeah. less likely to get a second symptomatic yeah, col- COVID infection than those who were yeah. vaccinated yeah. because you now have natural immunity. Yeah, Why aren't we talking about this? Yeah, I, have, I have a conspiracy theory regarding that, regarding natural okay. immunity. What's and the reason the, the, the reason I think that they're discounting nat- natural immunity is because, you know, the, the PC, PCR tests, which were so flawed... Actually, the PCR test itself is fine, but they were this, they were cycling it and amplifying the results way too much, which caused it to be uh, distorted, the, the results to be distorted. So therefore, a lot of people that thought they had the virus really didn't have the virus. They just had, you know, a cold or a flu. Hmm. So I think that's why health agencies are discounting natural immunity because they know that the number of people that really had the virus is a lot lower than... Hmm than what has been reported. Yeah, but we've talked about this before, and you said that if that's the case, then the the, the death rate is actually the, That worse. would make the death rate a lot worse, but that just it just also means that, you know, a lot a lot fewer people have had the virus, and it, if, you get, if you did get the virus, it was deadly, you know? Mm, yeah. Um, and then these whole vaccine mandate things, kind of going back to what we were talking about earlier, too, I meant to comment when you were talking about the Chicago police force. <laughs> I believe now that the Chicago Police Union is suing Lori Lightfoot, uh, a.k.a. Beetlejuice. She's the mayor of Chicago, and she's also now suing them. And I believe that there was some kind of gag order put on the union police union's um, person because he was out there telling people, hold the line, don't give in, don't get the vaccine. And a judge came out and said, you need to shut up. Did you, did you see his, his uh, speech? It's uh-uh. like f this, f that. Oh yeah, <laughs> you're a bunch of Nazis. This yeah. is not Germany. <laughs> well, we certainly are acting yeah. like Germany. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, there's this video. Still not as that, bad as Australia, though. That I just saw a minute ago. That uh, it's a fired healthcare worker, and she was she was asking somehow. No, she was talking about her replacements are. You know, she was fired because she didn't have the injection, and they're replacing them with with FEMA workers that aren't vaccinated <laughs> doing the same exact job, doing the same, you know, same exact job, same None patients. Of this makes sense. It's just it's insanity. So, it's insane. It is. It's definitely insanity for sure. And then good old Ron DeSantis. I just love that man. Florida finds County $3.5 million over vaccine mandate. The Florida Department of Health fined Leon County more than $3.5 million last week after it fired over a dozen workers for refusing to show proof of receiving a COVID-19 vaccine. Yeah, where, where's our governor on, on that, you know? I mean, he said... Oh, he's staying he said, quiet. He said, uh, well, vaccine passports aren't welcome in Missouri. Didn't, didn't he say that? Uh, he did it's say that. It's not welcome. Yeah. It's not welcome in Missouri. But where is he? What does that mean? Yeah, what's that mean? He's not out there fighting against it. Yeah, he's just, he's being a little wussy, but yeah. whatever. But I, sh- I tell you what, I sure like this Ron DeSantis. I, I think he he's definitely awesome. should run for president for sure. He's pretty great. Yeah, for sure. Um, He says, we are going to protect Florida jobs. We are not going to let people be fired because of a vaccine mandate. DeSantis said at the time, according to Fox 4, you don't just cast aside people who've been serving faithfully over this issue. 
what's basically a personal choice on their individual health. We cannot let these folks be cast aside. We cannot allow their jobs to be destroyed and their families and livelihoods potentially to be destroyed as well. I know last year at this time, these people were the heroes. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I just wish I celebrated because they're the heroes that that were working on the front lines. Now they're getting fired. Yeah, I wish uh, other governors, um, CEOs, company heads, whatever. I wish they had the balls to make that decision. Yeah, think about the people that are being fired. We got we got let's see, healthcare workers, doctors, and nurses, and we've got uh, they're firing police officers and firefighters, and um, you know, just look at who's who's being fired here. You know, does that kind of tell you something? Yeah, which is scary. I mean, yeah. it's it's pretty scary when you yeah. think about it. When you look at the big but picture, these are the people that are with this injection. You know. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know. This this whole thing is just. I don't know. I don't even know what to think anymore. It's okay, just... so we've talked about that pretty much the whole time. Is there anything yeah. else? Um. Yeah. Okay. There is something else I want to talk about. Do you know what gaslighting is? Yes. Okay. I'm hearing this a lot. It's a buzzword, and I don't really know what that means. Okay, there was a movie. I don't know. It was back in the 50s or 60s, I think, and it was this this lady. Uh, it was a lady and a husband, and they had apparently they had gas lights in their house, hmm. and the the husband was going around and turning the lights the gas down in the lights that I don't know. I mean, and, and he, and she would go, man, is it getting, is it dark in here? And he was going, what? No, what are you talking about? That's, that's what gaslighting is. I don't know what the name of the movie was or anything, but that's where gaslighting came from. Well, making people basically making people think they're stupid. Okay. That's, that's exactly right. Cause I found this article on WND and it says the year of the gaslighters, um, how today's corrupt ruling class is intent on driving normal Americans insane. So here's kind of the, the essence of it in the classic 1944 film 1944? gaslight. That's what I said. Oh, it's actually called gaslight. An extraordinarily evil criminal who has recently gotten married, psychologically manipulates his perfectly sane wife into believing she's going insane as a means of distracting her from uncovering his horrendous crime crime spree. From the movie emerged the modern psychological term gaslighting, which means to cause a person to doubt his or her sanity through the use of psychological manipulation. I've never heard of that until this, basically this I year. I haven't either, actually. Is that, is that something that's been around? I mean, obviously since 1944, but I never heard anybody talk about gaslighting until probably this last two years. Newsflash, America's current ruling elites, including not only the Biden-Harris administration, but most of the Democratic Party, big tech, big media, the deep state, academia, and even an increasing number of major woke corporations are literally gaslighting the rest of America every single day from morning until night in a dizzying and ever-expanding variety of ways. The most obvious example of Biden administration gaslighting is its ongoing campaign to not only demonize but induce paralyzing doubt, guilt, fear, and self-loathing in tens of millions of thoroughly decent, patriotic, law-abiding, conservative Americans by continually denouncing them as racist, white supremacist, violent extremist, and domestic terrorist. In fact, in every area of life, culture and government policy in today's America, from the COVID-19 pandemic to election fraud, to the January 6th insurrection, to Biden's exit from Afghanistan, to illegal immigration, to abortion, to transgender madness, to the Second Amendment, those currently in power continually portray large segments of the American population as essentially immoral, deplorable, and irredeemable, indeed, almost subhuman. And you know what? That is great. That yes, and that is what's happening. I mean, that That's exactly I mean. what's happening. Oh, so as with all gaslighting, the intended purpose is to confuse, confound, distress, dispirit, intimidate, and bewilder people to the point they doubt obvious truths they once knew and instead live in fear and anxiety, thus disabling them from being effective in the ongoing war for America's future. That, That's okay. I'm not going to live my life in fear and anxiety. That, but that that is what gaslighting is, guys, if, yeah. you've, if you've been wondering, because that is a term that's definitely been thrown yeah. around a lot and, lately. And a good example of how the like the news media turns things around is the is the let's go Brandon thing. You know, it's like that that lady 
made up a lie just like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, the crowd behind that mm -hmm. driver, that NASCAR driver, was obviously saying... Clearly saying something else. Something else. F Joe Biden. Right. And she said, hey, listen, they're saying, they're saying, let's go Brandon. <laughs> That's how fast the news media turns things around. And right. Makes, you know, but it's just, it's when you are constantly being bombarded, been bombarded with all this yeah. information, this conflicting information, you do get to wonder, well, because I mean, we've had these conversations. Yeah. Are we making a bigger deal out of this vaccine than it really is? Maybe we're wrong. Maybe we're the ones that are crazy. Because you do start thinking these things when you're just constantly being just just pounded yeah. with all this information yeah. Yeah. that you, you like know is wrong, but it's like, but you start doubting you're yourself. You're stupid, and it's the uneducated ones yes. that it's uneducated ones that aren't getting the vaccine. No, it's the other way around. It's really the it, the ones that have educated themselves about right. this Absolutely. that aren't getting it. Absolutely, because unfortunately, I told you this the other day. I kind of wish I didn't know as much as I do. Yeah, but I'm glad you, know, you do. Ignorance is bliss, yeah. and in some ways, I I wish I did not know but, all this stuff. Yeah, I'm glad you because you it do makes know. life harder for us knowing it though. Yeah, you know, it would be so much easier just to go through life, just ho hum, whatever. You know, just kind of clueless, just yeah. doing my own thing. But that's not that's that's what happens when you're not paying attention. Then the, all these changes happen, and then suddenly when you do start paying attention, it's like. What is going on? How did this happen? Well, it happened because you weren't paying attention. Well, and that goes back to this article about gaslighting. Yeah. I think the sentence that sums it all up is that they want you to they want to make you feel like you're crazy to distract you from what they're really doing. Well, for sure. And I think that gets lost in translation a lot of times because that's exactly what, because I mean, you say that all the time. You're like, okay, well, this is happening. What what else is going on? Like, there's always some kind of, if you, if there's some big news story, it seemed like that's a diversion for what is really happening. Absolutely. For sure. 100%. And they are doing a lot of things that they're trying to distract people from. That's for sure. Um, this whole, you know, you know, pretending that the, the, the people are not coming over the border and the, the shipping yeah, container happened, issues on the, happened on the that ocean story about the border. <laughs> Actually, I read something about that today. I think that, that Biden was going to re-implement one of Trump's stay in Mexico policies because it's, it has gotten so out of control. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. And also as far as the shipping crisis, you know, we've got the transportation secretary that's been off, off work for the last two months. Have you seen that? Yes. Oh, he's, he's been on maternity leave, you know, with his gay. Yes. Uh, I'm glad husband. you brought that up because Matt Walsh, he's one of the conservative talking heads at the Daily Wire, which I adore. I love the Daily Wire. It's awesome. awesome. Matt Walsh is the best. He really is the bomb. He is unapologetic in his views. He doesn't care if people call him out and try to cancel him. He's like, I don't care what you say. Cancel me all you want. And you know what? They back off because that's how you have to cancel. That's how you have to deal with these, this cancel culture. You just have to say, you know what? Whatever. I don't care. Whatever. Whatever. Deal with it. Yeah, it's a good thing. I don't I don't care about you anyway. But this whole Pete Buttigieg, what is his name? Buttigieg? Edge, edge. Okay. <laughs> anyway, he, he's gay, which whatever, live your life. But he and his husband had, was it two babies? I think they had twins. I think they had twins. Right? Yeah, they um, had twins. But, but they, obviously they adopted Well, they them. didn't obviously have them, but I mean, you know. Of course pregnant people well no 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 breeding person that's what they're calling us nowadays right? they're trying their hardest to erase women that's in, in essence what they're trying to do and i can't believe the feminists where, are where are the feminists exactly at? i can't believe they're not saying anything about it like hello anyway um so he was on paternal leave for two months with his babies and what's really funny about it is no one even knew he was gone no one knew he was even <clears throat> yeah. he was even doing his job um, but anyway, Matt Walsh had a lot to say about paternal leave and, and all that stuff, which of course sparked huge controversy, you know, about women, you know, they're like, well, you know, we don't get enough time as it is. Cause you know, that's always kind of one of the number one complaints women that have babies is, is maternity leave is only six weeks, which doesn't give you a whole lot of time, which to be fair, yeah. really, it's not a whole lot of time. Karen actually wanted to go back to work the next day. Oh, I was ready. <laughs> and they wouldn't let her come back to no, work. No. Uh -uh. um, oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. We're really but, getting up there on time just ridiculously. Okay. Let's see. So let's look at some questions here. Well, while I'm doing this, how was your week? It was great. Hey, you sold your truck. Yeah, I did sell the truck. And you sold it to some people that you thought were pretty cool. Yeah, the guy that bought my truck, he was so excited he could barely even 
talk. He was so excited about it. So that's the guy's a mechanic, and so he understands what's wrong with it. Which is exactly what you were hoping would happen. Yeah. Because it'll be a good project for someone because yeah. the body of the truck is in great shape. It is beautiful. So if you can get it up and running, you got a good deal. You've got yeah. a good truck on your hands. Yep. Yeah. Um, I don't care what you say. I want to do oh, some would you rather. We got would, you, know, would you rather would questions. Would you rather are yeah. fun. I, I like them. I like them. Um, let's see. It is see. so hypothetical and unrealistic. But that's what the that's the fun of it though. It opens up oh, a conversation. Yeah, that's what's fun about it. it opens up a conversation though. Not it's fun. life is not black and white, dear. It is. It is beautiful yeah, shades of not, gray. It's not ridiculous like these questions. Well, um, did I ask a question about the virtual realities? Yeah, we've had these ones. We we've have. I before. can't remember where I left off on these. Are you sure? Yeah. Hmm. Just do the questions from the box. Would you rather live in virtual reality where you are all powerful or live in the real world and be able to go anywhere and not be able to interact with anyone or anything? I would ask that question, right? I think we've talked, we've done that. Virtual one. reality? Yeah. I kind of like people live in a virtual reality as it is now. Yeah, pretty much. Because I mean, everybody lives their life online nowadays. You hardly ever have any virtual, like real world interaction yeah. with people. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, would you rather be only able to watch the few movies with a Rotten Tomato score of 95 to 100% or only be able to watch the majority of movies with a Rotten Tomato score of 94% and lower? So in other words, would you rather see some movies everybody has rated pretty good or just meh? Well, I take that question to mean... There's just a few, just a very few movies that are 95% to 100, but there's lots of movies that are below 94%. Yeah, because it says quality is great, but does it outweigh quantity? You know, I never agree with the ratings. Most I never agree with the ratings, especially if it's like the critics. I don't know if it's like something on, um, like those ratings things where it's just people just regular people rating sometimes i agree with those like on so netflix. like the experts yeah like netflix i would usually agree with those so i would say i don't know i don't i'm not from that familiar with rotten tomatoes so i don't know <clears throat> well basically it's just a, a website where people rate people people movies, are rating it which is kind of what you always wanted to do anyway because you've always said that if, yeah. if people would just rate them i wouldn't mind watching them i would go for the 95 to 100 percent if it's just people regular so you go people for the rating. quality not the quantity yeah yeah um that's kind of how i do on goodreads that's that that book site yeah. that i am yeah. a member of yeah and uh because I, I i the only books i read are e-kindle on all my e-kindle my ebooks from kindle unlimited because i don't have to pay for them i just have to pay ten dollars a month but i only read books that have a four star or above on Goodreads, and it's not, has yet to let me down. Really, and that is from normal people. Yeah, that's not experts. It's yeah. just normal people reading the books and yeah. and and rating them what they think. Yeah, and I have to say it's been pretty successful for me. Yeah, because I stopped reading for a while because I get so frustrated. Right. Because I'd read a book and it's like this is crap, and it yeah. was always from the New York Times bestseller. Yeah, no and kidding. It's like this, this is just so stupid. I can't even stand it. Yeah. So if we could find something like that for movies, because that's why we stopped watching movies. Well, it seems like the Netflix ratings were pretty good, and their recommendations. We uh, don't have Netflix anymore. But, yeah, we don't have Netflix anymore. But yeah, I, I would sometimes. I know what you mean. I would use the the like the critics ratings and it's like what what did i just spend my yeah. last two and a half hours watching yeah exactly stupid? exactly that's for sure uh would you rather wake up as a new random person every year and have full control of them for the whole year or once a week spend a day inside a stranger without having any control over them Okay, do you know what that means? Okay, so would you rather wake up as a, as a new random person but have control of that body and that person's life or for a whole year, or would you rather spend one day inside a stranger and not have any control over what they do? One, like, one day, so a whole year. Just think if you got some, some really weird random person that for a whole year, that would be terrible. Yeah, but you would have control over that body and that yeah. person's life choices. Like if you, what if you woke up inside a murderer's body? Yeah. 
and you had no control over what that person did and you were inside that body and that yeah. person like killed another person or yeah. something bad. Okay, are we done with these questions? They're just so unrealistic. It's just like... But they're like moral, ethical questions, yeah. though. I mean, get, get I think you thinking just too about. Hypothetical. Oh my goodness, Kevin. Um, what's one thing you've done that you'd like to erase? Well, <laughs> I like to erase. I'd like to erase trying to reprogram my truck's computer. <laughs> yeah. That was inevitable, though, because I had that computer on the dashboard. It's like, hey. <laughs> it was just too tempting. Yeah, it's too tempting. I was eventually going to try it. It's a good thing that happened in the driveway and not like out on oh, vacation yeah, or something. Oh, yeah, no kidding. So no kidding. I would probably go back and undo that one for sure. He's very sad about this truck, though, guys. I mean, he's it's just like losing a child for him. I mean, well, but not that serious. But I'm, I'm the kind of person I have like pictures of my past vehicles oh my gosh. that I go he through and look at. He gets super attached to things, <laughs> and I mean, which is a good thing for me because you know he gets attached to me, and it's like, oh, great, um, which is a good thing. But but he does get attached to things, so he's super sad about this truck. I'm not sad, but it just... Oh, you're pretty sad. It, it was a really, really cool truck. <laughs> <laughs> well, your new truck is awfully my, cool, my, too. My new truck's pretty nice. In fact, I rode in it for the first time today, and it was actually really nice. It's, it's a nice. really nice truck. It's pretty nice. Um, for me, you? I would say um, I would... It's... Uh, I have a big mouth. I know it's shocking to all of you out there. I know you can't even... I know, I know. I'll give you a moment to process that. I know it's shocking. But uh, I have learned my lesson <laughs> for this whole work thing. And my es espouting my opinions very vocally, <laughs> very loudly. And uh, yeah, I won't do that again. It's just better yeah, to I, just keep your mouth shut. I found that it's just better to keep your mouth shut about a lot of things. Yeah, I think I handled that whole situation poorly, and uh, of course, everybody knows where you stand now. Well, for sure. And, I mean, there's no question. Karen, Karen has been a, I mean, really good example to a lot of people up there. Well, and a I don't lot of people are aware of what's going on because of, you know, because of you. Well, I'm definitely not a pushover. Yeah. that's for sure. Um, but I could have handled it a little more diplomatically, for sure. So that's probably something. Anything else you wish you could erase? I mean, there are some there are some decisions in my life that I definitely regret and definitely 100% wish I could erase. But I think that's pretty much par for the course for everybody, though, right? I mean, you can't yeah, live I mean, your life mistake-free. Like for sure. Um, what's the best and worst thing about being a man or a woman? Because, you know, there's only a man and a woman. <laughs> Uh, there are I mean, not, not 99 genders. No, there are 56? not. This, aren't they I don't know. Now? I think it's I mean, even what, more how than can, that. How did you even come up with 56? If you watch some of the That's things, I, I mean, I'm on Twitter and, and there's this libs of TikTok account and it's absolutely priceless because what it does is it posts TikToks from these crazy liberal people who come out every day with a new gender. And it's like, now you're just making stuff up. I mean, it's just made up words, words you've never heard in your entire life. And they just, they, they give us some kind of definition that you're like, oh, come on. Now you're just making it up. That's ridiculous. But, um, but yeah, so there's only a man and a woman. Anyway, biological. What is the best and worst thing about being a man? I'm trying to think what's the best and worst thing about being a woman. Um, well, right now, the worst thing is being trying, trying to be erased. And, you know, trying to belittle women as, as birthing machines well, I mean, or yeah, but the, birthing on, people. On the other side is, you know, if you're a, a white male, that's like the worst thing in the oh, world you could true. possibly be, you know. That's very true. Because you're evil and you're a man. Well, my name's Karen. And I, beca I become a meme, apparently. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> I'm not one of those Karens, by the way. I don't care what you do. Do what you want. Um, as long as you're not bothering me. But the best and worst, I mean, I guess the best thing would be being able to give birth. I mean, that's pretty amazing to build it, to, to create pretty, a human know, and, then, wild. A, and then person basically came from poop them out from inside of you. <laughs> that's pretty wild. Yeah, it's, it's pretty amazing. That's, that's pretty great about being a woman. Probably the worst part of being a woman is your monthly period. 
that's pretty gross and, and yucky and not very comfortable and painful. So those are about the best and worst things I can think is of being a woman on the surface. Now there are a lot more answers, obviously, but what about you? Well, I guess one thing is that men don't have to do all the womanly things, you know, like we don't have to put makeup on. Oh, you, I was going to say, you better clarify we don't that have statement. To put, we have to, you know, <laughs> our hair doesn't have to be all well, fluffed up too much. Okay. You know, and that is very like that. true. Think how much time it takes to put I mean, makeup on and like take it off. Two hours ahead of schedule. It's like me, I can just take like about 10 minutes and I'm ready to go. Yes. And that's. I mean, obviously, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I mean, point taken. Yeah. yeah, thanks. <laughs> but no, you're right. That is does take a long time. Okay, we are really up there on time. We need to get, get okay. going on this. Uh, so thanks so much for tuning in. And uh, if you made it this far, congratulations. And we appreciate yeah. your attention and your time. And yeah. yeah, thanks for watching and listening. And press the like button down there. Yeah, give us give us some feedback. If you Let us it. know. I mean, you know, if you or comment and say or, or you, comment you didn't like or it. whatever you want to do, or if you want us to talk about something, comment. Let us know. We'll be happy to give you our two cents. Because again, we're just a regular Jane and Joe living our lives. We're not experts in any of these fields. We're just trying to make sense of all the chaos that's going on around us right now. And perhaps we're giving you some alternative news sources because, you know, you can't trust the mainstream media. That's for sure. So. All right. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. Okay. See you next time. Bye.